Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When I entered my room, Mom was stealing my savings. I angrily snatched my money back. What the hell are you doing? This is for food. Are you going to starve us all? Come on, I need it for the audition. I still refused no matter how she begged. Then she suddenly pointed behind me. Oh, look! A flying elephant! Taking advantage of my carelessness, Mom snatched the money and ran away. All I could do was helplessly watch. Hi, I'm Adela. Mom was pregnant with me when she was only 16, and her ex-boyfriend, who was also my dad, immediately dumped her after finding out. Mom and I only have each other. However, sometimes I feel like I'm her mom. All the burdens in the family fall on my shoulders. Mom wanted to become a famous actress and got too focused on it. Therefore, I had to learn to take care of both myself and her from an early age. Although I'm only 16, with a mom like that, I've always felt like a 30-year-old woman. During my childhood, mom never once came to a parent meeting for me. She was always busy with auditions or growing her fan base on social media. The only time she showed up at my school was to share about her career as invited by my teacher. That day, mom came to my class in a fancy dress. She was wearing a white-brimmed hat and fur scarf in the 86 Fahrenheit degree weather. I still remember my teacher's dumbfounded face and the sarcastic laughter of my classmates. Is she for real? That looks like from the 30s. <laughs> but mom just kept on bragging about her career. Then it started to get ridiculous when she proudly boasted that she had played a major role in The Walking Dead. Wait, for real? They excitedly asked her to prove it. Mom pulled out her phone and played the scene she was in. However, despite squinting our eyes, none of us could spot her. Where are you? Here, can't you see my beautiful face? She impatiently rewinded the video. As it turned out, Mom only played a person being bitten by a zombie. Her scream was the only line, and that scene didn't last more than two seconds. Someone smirked. <laughs> That's it? I was so embarrassed that I rushed out of the classroom. Mom saw that and quickly ran after me. However, the fancy dress made her trip, and we became the laughing stock of everyone. 
After many years, despite mom's best efforts, her acting career only stopped at being a background actor. I advised her to find a stable job, but she wouldn't listen. She didn't care about our family situation either. So, in order to earn extra income and pay the bills, I had to work part time at a fashion store. That day, when I was working, mom appeared with a panicked face. Adela, do you have money? The bills need to be paid, and I also need some for a party tonight. I can only give you money for the bills, mom. You should find a real job already. After that, I went into the changing room to get money for her. However, when my shift ended, before I could leave, the shop owner discovered that an expensive dress was missing. After checking the camera, we discovered that my mom stole it. She did it when I went into the changing room. I fearfully begged the shop owner not to call the police and paid for the dress. However, I was fired. That night, I angrily waited for mom to come home. Seeing her drunkenly walking around with a stolen dress on made me extremely furious. However, she just casually went back to her room and left me alone. Losing a job is not easy. The family burdens weighed on me even more. I had to take up a night shift at a convenience store. One night during my shift, a drunk man walked in. He stared at me, then smirked. Pretty girl, are you alone? Careful of the bad guys. The man suddenly walked towards me, his hands forcefully grabbing mine. My whole body was trembling. I tried to push him away, but I couldn't. At that moment, from the door, a guy rushed in and chased him out of the store. Oh my God! It was Jim, my history classmate. However, we had never talked to each other before. I didn't know he was so brave. After the men left, Jim's hand was injured. To thank him, I bandaged his wound and offered him a coke. You shouldn't be working so late. It's very dangerous. I know, but I need money. Hearing that, Jim suddenly offered me a part-time job as a housekeeper for his family. His dad was too busy with work, so they needed a reliable housekeeper and was willing to pay a handsome salary. Yes, I agreed right away. A few days later, I started my first day at Jim's house. I was surprised to learn that his family is very rich, and his dad is Jonathan Hanks, a famous director. Jim is so kind that he treats me like a good friend. Gradually, we became close. One evening, when my mom and I were at home, Jim suddenly came, looking depressed. It was like he had just seen the dead. I quickly brought him into the house and asked about it. After he calmed down, Jim confided to me that his dad was dating a famous actress. They planned to get married at the end of the year. However, because they were working on a movie together, they kept it a secret to avoid scandal. Jim was really disappointed. He was hoping that his parents could reunite. However, that was just a dream after all. Sadly, all I could do was comfort my poor friend. Then, a few days later, things took a turn for the worse when my mom unexpectedly showed up at Jim's house. Mom, why are you here? Move. I'm here to see Jonathan Hanks, not you. She pushed me aside and walked over to where Jim and his dad were sitting. Mom suddenly showed the video of my conversation with Jim the other night and threatened Mr. Hanks. Surely you don't want your secret to be exposed, right? Give me a role in your new movie. He angrily responded, "This cowardly blackmailing cat threatened me. Get out of here!" Failed to achieve her goal, she angrily turned and left. While I was shocked, Jim looked at me with disappointment. Leave my house.
Very soon, my mom uploaded Jim's family secret on her personal page and used it to get everyone's attention. Even the press was interested and kept digging into it. Gosh, it made me feel so sick. In the days that followed, Jim stopped going to school. As for my mom, she kept posting information about his family on her page. What she wanted was just to be more popular at any cost. Enough! I needed to stop my evil mother and help my best friend Jim. That day, I forged a wedding invitation with the names of Jim's father and his girlfriend. Then I placed it in the most visible place in the living room. Sure enough, mom saw it. At that moment, I ran over to snatch it back and put it in my bag. That's Hank's wedding invitation, isn't it? So what? It's not your business. Then I left. Indeed, mom was trapped. When I was away, she rummaged through my bag and took a picture of the invitation. Soon after, mom posted that photo on her personal page. To hype it up and attract more attention, she even told the reporters that she would take the photos from their wedding and sell them. It was immediately effective. Everyone was waiting for her every move. Of course, there was no wedding at all. Therefore, my mom couldn't take any pictures. People began to doubt her information and belittled her. She had to delete her personal page to avoid the wave of anger. Not only that, her career was also ruined when nobody invited such a notorious person to act in a movie anymore. One morning, we were disturbed by a group of strangers. They were demanding their money back. Turns out, my mom took their money and promised them pictures of the big wedding. Worse, she had already spent it all. They were so pissed off that they threatened to sue her. Adela, help me, I can't go to jail! No, it's time for you to grow up and face your consequences. After that incident, she had to find a stable job to pay off the money she owed. Hopefully, she'll be more mature after this. As for Jim, after my many attempts to contact him, he finally agreed to meet me. I'll apologize to him and hope that our relationship can go back to the way it was. My dad threw my skincare products on the floor. Why do you have these women's products in your room? I was terrified. They're... they're not mine. They're Joyce's. Dad glared at me for a long time. Really? Don't forget you're a man, Tobias. I heard you joined a club at school. What club is that? Uh, it's the rugby club. My dad growled. I want to come to your next match, okay? Yes, Dad. Hi, I'm Tobias, 16 years old. I haven't told my dad that I'm gay because he's too strict. He always wanted me to be manly and strong. I tiredly lie down on the bed. Joyce, my sister, rushed into the room. What happened? I just told Dad I signed up for the rugby club while, actually, I joined the contemporary dance team. He'll kill me if he knows the truth. Why don't you join both? <gasps> no way! My crush is the team captain! <laughs> what are you afraid of? I'll help you! The very next day, suddenly Zev, my crush, came to class looking for me. <laughs> Hi, I just received your mail asking to join our team last night. We look forward to it. We're in dire need of a midfielder. But wait, I... Don't worry, you will be fully supported. Then Zev passionately gave a presentation about the rugby team. With that enthusiasm, I didn't have the heart to refuse him. That night, Joyce said that she was the one who sent that mail, both to help me hide the truth from Dad and to make it easier for me to approach my crush. 
Oh gosh, having a sister is such a pain. Since I was not familiar with rugby, I was clumsy and got mocked by the other members. They looked down on boys who came from the dance team. But Zev was different. He protected me from everyone's cruel jokes. In the late afternoon, he usually stayed behind and taught me how to pitch. But no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't do it. <laughs> During a practice, Zev asked me, Hey, do you really want to play rugby? The truth is, I don't enjoy it. Then why did you join the team? Well, my sister was the one who sent you that mail. I just joined the team so I could hide the truth from my dad. Hide what? That I'm gay and I'm not as manly as he wants. Zev looked at me with sympathy and determination. I'll help you. Zev helped me train day and night and convinced the coach to let me join the main team. I finally was allowed on the field. My dad and Joyce sat in the stands. He seemed so happy that what I said was true. When my team won, Dad ran down to hug me. Well done, son. I'm proud of you. I smiled and turned around, introducing Zev to my family. Zev praised me nonstop and said that I was a big contributor to the team. My dad was so excited that he invited him home for dinner. As I got worried, Zev leaned close to my ear and said mischievously, Don't worry, I'll help you become a strong man in your father's eyes. That night, my dad, Joyce, and Zev talked a lot. Thanks to Zev's stories and flattery, Dad stopped questioning my sexuality. Since then, Zev has grown closer to us. He often came to my house to hang around and have dinner. Besides rugby, I also practiced in the dance team every afternoon. Zev always patiently waited for me to come home together. Once while I was dancing, Zev rushed into the practice room and dragged me away. We gotta go! Your dad just texted me! He's coming to watch you practice! I hurriedly called Joyce to the rescue. In just ten minutes, she showed up and brought me rugby clothes to change. Zev said amusedly, You and Joyce seem so close. Yes, she's my guardian angel. Zev suddenly handed me a small box. Hey, I have something for you. Just some cookies. Share it with Joyce. I gotta go now. Bye! My heart pounded loudly. Zev gave me cookies? Instead of sharing them with Joyce, I kept them in my drawer. I'll treasure this for the rest of my life. And then, every day Zev gave me a box of cookies. Could it be that he realized my feelings? I asked Joyce. Did you tell Zev that I like him? No, why are you asking that? No, I just want to be sure. <laughs> I shouldn't have told Joyce about it, or she would scream at me for not sharing those cookies. That Christmas, Zev came over to my house to celebrate. We decided to play Secret Santa. Each person would draw a name and prepare a gift for them, then secretly put it under the Christmas tree. Joyce was in charge of writing names, and she mischievously whispered to me, I'll put a little mark on the paper with Zev on it. This is your chance to confess to him. Thanks to that, I quickly got the paper with his name. I prepared a beautiful gift box with rugby patterned wrapping paper and a Christmas card that had my love confession to Zev. But surprisingly, when we gathered on Christmas Eve, someone left a gift with the wrapping paper that looked exactly like mine under the Christmas tree. What's going on? When it came to the gifting part, Zev picked one of the two boxes and my dad picked the other one. <laughs> that night, 
Zev stayed and slept in the same room as me. I'll open this gift. I wonder what it is. Out of embarrassment, I said, I'll go out and get some things. When I returned, I saw Zev waiting for me at the door. Instead of being happy about my love letter, he was extremely enraged. You're so selfish, you've ruined everything. Before I could understand anything, Zev grabbed my arm and dragged me into my room, pointing down at the drawer where I hid the boxes of cookies that he gave me. Why are you hiding these instead of giving them to Joyce? What? Aren't those your gifts to me? And I always told you to share them with Joyce. Zev opened the boxes, and at the bottom of each box was a love letter or note for Joyce. Because you hid all these things, Joyce didn't know my feelings. It was too much of a shock. I've never opened it before, so I didn't know. Suddenly, I became an obstacle to their love. Zev angrily left. I tried to run after him, begging to explain myself, but to no avail. Suddenly, we saw my dad sitting quietly in the living room. He said, Zev, I have something private to tell you. Tobias, go back to your room. Dad and Zev went out on the balcony to talk. Out of fear and curiosity, I stood outside and looked through the gap in the door. Dad suddenly gave Zev the gift he picked earlier and said, I picked up the gift Tobias meant for you and read his love letter. I knew he was gay for a long time, but didn't dare to face it and forced him to be strong and masculine. He has had to hide his true self for so long, and I don't want him to continue that. If he confesses his love to you, please don't be cruel to him. As I heard those... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Those words, tears welled up in my eyes. When they went inside, they were surprised when I was standing there. Dad, I'm sorry I couldn't become a strong man as you want. No, son. Being strong is to bravely live as who you are. Just be yourself. I turned to Zev. Sorry for making things worse. I misunderstood your feelings. It's okay, Tobias. I misunderstood you too. Peace? My dad was surprised. You're not going to confess? Nah, I'll find someone else. I'll help him with Joyce. <laughs> we hugged each other and laughed while Joyce was sleeping soundly upstairs, not knowing what was going on. I accidentally came out that Christmas, but it was not as bad as I thought. 
Now I can join the dance club at school and live more comfortably as who I am. As for Zev, he's like a brother to me now. With my help, he and Joyce are together. And you? Have you found someone special this Christmas? <laughs> I helped my crush flirt with another girl. Part 1. I grumbled and crumpled the paper on the table before tossing it in the trash can. Damn it! It was the 106th time I wrote that paper. Everything was because of David and his strange request. Unacceptable! I need to find a solution to this situation. My name is Lily, and I'd like to introduce myself. I don't know where to begin because it's so strange and crazy. But before I tell you what it is, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to WOA Storytime. You don't want to miss out on any intriguing stories here. My mom died when I was a child. I lived with my dad for all of those years. Even though his legs are paralyzed and he has to use a wheelchair, he's the best dad ever. In our town, we run a tiny laundry store. It's our primary source of income. It wasn't, however, stable. Because I was aware of our financial situation, I always strived to earn money to help my dad. I used to write essays for other kids at school for 20 to 30 bucks for every paper. I like writing and composing. After graduating from high school, I wanted to go to New York to pursue my dream of becoming a composer. However, I may have to set everything aside because I was concerned for my disabled father. I was worried that he wouldn't be able to live alone. I'm a nobody at school. Everyone thought I was just a huge nerd. Some boys even bullied me for it. How repulsive. It was not my fault that I was born with an unattractive appearance. One day, as I was eating lunch in the school cafeteria, David, a substitute basketball club member, sat next to me. He told me that he wanted me to send a love letter to Wendy, a popular girl at school. I'll pay you $50 if you help me. Although it seemed appealing, I declined it. I told David that if he had feelings for someone, he should have expressed them himself rather than employing someone to do it for him. Not to mention, I only wrote essays, not love letters. David tried to persuade me by claiming that he had already written one, but it wasn't perfect. He desperately needed assistance. No, go away, I said flatly. If you don't help me, I'll tell the teacher that you make essays for other students. You could be expelled. Unbelievable! David dared to threaten me. I had no choice except to say yes. We agreed that after I assisted him with the love letter, we wouldn't see each other again. David gave me the letter he wrote the next day. Even though he had genuine affection for Wendy, the way he wrote his letter was appalling. David was far too simple and naive. Huh? Wendy, who is elegant, would never no. like someone like him. I'm going to talk <laughs> about Wendy a little bit. She is the mayor's daughter. She's intelligent, attractive, and has quite a large number of admirers at school. However, she's quite cold. Not every guy has the courage to approach her. David had given me $50, so I decided to write him a good letter, although it was difficult for me. I had never been in love before, so I was clueless. Not only that, but the distance between Wendy and me was vast. I was wondering whether I could write her a letter that piqued her interest. After several attempts, I chose to start the letter with a passage from Patch Adams, a movie that I loved. I love you without knowing how, or when, or from where. I told myself that I did my best and that David's luck would determine Wendy's reaction. Within a few days, David joyfully reported that he had received Wendy's reply letter. 
She was aware that I had quoted a line from the movie, and she was intrigued by it. Patch Adams was her favorite film, which is unfathomable. Wendy has a strong sense of humor and romance despite her cold appearance. Reading her letter, I knew that she had a lot of unspoken desires. Unfortunately, David was unaware of that. He was just concerned about asking her out. I just helped David that one time as we had agreed. No matter how hard he tried to persuade me to continue helping him, I refused. I also encouraged David to let go of his feelings for Wendy, since he was too stupid for her. Not to mention their social statuses differed. Would the school's angel fall in love with a substitute player? David became enraged after hearing that. He walked away. I knew it sounded painful, but it was reality. Tom stopped me on my way home the next few days. I wrote him an essay last week, and the teacher questioned him since the essay was too good for his level. He was caught cheating and received a two-week suspension. Tom unleashed his rage on me. He insulted my disabled father and pushed me to the ground. At that point, David emerged and engaged in a battle with Tom to protect me. I was astonished because I had just called David a moron a few days before. When people noticed the ruckus, they stopped fighting. Tom left right away. I assisted David in getting up and drove him home. While tending to his wound, I discovered a series of Nicholas Sparks novels in his bag. I asked him about his relationship with Wendy. He said she sent him a few more letters and wished to meet with him, but David had yet to respond. He was well aware that he was too stupid to comprehend what Wendy had said. Despite his best efforts to read Nicholas Sparks' novels, he couldn't get into it. David was terrified of making himself look silly in front of Wendy. With his pathetic look and after what he had done to protect me, I felt obligated to do something for David. I agreed to assist him in writing more letters to Wendy. I would also explain to him about the books that Wendy loved so that David could chat with Wendy easier on their date. Since then, we had grown closer, and I had discovered that even though David was naive and basic, he was also kind and genuine. The fact that he had feelings for Wendy and was eager to change himself for her was the most obvious proof. When he found out that my dad was disabled, he offered to help us fix things up around the house. I once informed him about my ambition to become a composer. He encouraged me without judging whether I was good enough. I appreciate it greatly. My feelings for him grew more robust over time. I discovered that I liked him. David, on the other hand, was head over heels for Wendy. Should I tell him about my feelings? My story isn't over yet. It will be continued in the following episode. Don't forget to keep watching to find out what happens next. I helped my crush flirt with another girl, part two. Hello, it's Lily, a huge nerd with a troublesome life. After being blackmailed in the last episode, I was forced to assist David in writing a love letter to Wendy, the most gorgeous girl at our school. I assumed that everything between David and me would come to an end after I finished the letter. However, a terrible thing occurred. David was harmed as a result of his efforts to protect me. To express my gratitude, I volunteered to assist David in continuing to write letters to Wendy. I recognized I had feelings for him after spending time with him. He was a sincere person who always helped others despite his naivete. However, lying to Wendy made me feel guilty. So I summoned all my bravery and decided to confess to David. But one thing happened that made me hesitant. Wendy came in while I was in the school restroom that day. I was perplexed when I saw her. I mean, 
David and I were lying to Wendy, so seeing her made me startled. I tried to remain calm. While Wendy waited for her turn, we listened in on the chats of two girls inside the room. They were mocking Wendy and deemed her cold personality unlikable. They said all Wendy has was just the luck of being born into a rich family. Despite her best efforts, Wendy still couldn't hide her emotions. She got upset and quickly rushed out of the toilet. Seeing that, I decided to follow to comfort her. I took a seat next to Wendy. It wasn't difficult to begin chatting with her because I used to talk with her through letters. Wendy told me about her hidden thoughts as we opened up further. I discovered she was a kind person. Because her father was a mayor, she was under a lot of strain. Wendy wasn't as distant as many assumed. She was trying to conceal her terror. Knowing all of that made me even sadder. If Wendy was horrible, I would have more courage to steal him away from her. But Wendy is too honest. I ruined my intention to confess to David. Probably the best I can do is let the two of them be together. I spent the following few days attempting to block off memories of David. It wasn't simple, though. David astonished me the next day when he and Wendy decided to meet up after writing letters. David was thrilled and looking forward to the date. But after receiving the news, I felt conflicted. I wished for David's success, but I also wished for his failure. David and Wendy met in a restaurant in town that weekend just as planned. I came there out of curiosity to spy on them. David looked awkward despite his diligent preparation. When he was speaking to her, he couldn't form proper sentences. Both of them were so awkward. It was so easy to see. Unacceptable. David had spent so much time and effort preparing for this date. I gotta support him. After some thoughts, I came up with an audacious plan. I pretended to be a waiter at a restaurant and brought Wendy a bouquet. I informed her that David had arranged that gift ahead of time to surprise her. Of course she was overjoyed when she received it, and the uneasy atmosphere dissipated. David thanked me with a wink. I likewise smiled at him and watched them go away. The next day, it appeared that their relationship had improved. I noticed them having a good time at school. To avoid being the third wheel, I resolved to spend less time with David. As a result, we weren't as close as we once were. That weekend, there was an autumn talent event at school and all seniors, including myself, were required to participate. With a troubled expression, I stood in front of the board's sign. Performing on a show in front of everyone? I'd never done anything like this before. David appeared out of nowhere and patted my shoulders. He asked why I didn't talk to him more regularly. I smiled, <laughs> attempting to hide my embarrassment, and told him I was getting ready for the autumn show. David was ecstatic and told me to play a song that I had written. He praised my talent and said that I should nurture it. That night after I got home, David's words lingered in my thoughts. I took out my guitar and began to compose music. I expressed all of my feelings to David in that song. After writing it, I felt better. The performance arrived within the next few days. I stood trembling on the stage. It was my first time performing in front of such a large crowd. However, when I was singing, suddenly the sound was turned off. I panicked and looked at the backstage area. Tom had pulled a prank on me. How petty! Tom wanted to make me look bad, and he was successful. I stood frozen at the center of the stage with all eyes on me. Someone screamed at me. 
I was so terrified that I believed I'd run off the stage. But at that moment, David suddenly stood up. He clapped his hands to the beat and motioned for me to continue singing. I took a deep breath, <laughs> regained my composure, and started singing to the beat of his clapping. The audience who saw that also supported me by clapping along. Unexpectedly, my performance was a great success. When the song ended, the audience was very excited. They gave me warm applause. Everyone enjoyed a small celebration following the show. Because of my fantastic song, I received numerous compliments from others and quickly became the party's attention. It was the first time I had so many people looking at me. The sensation was strange, but wonderful. When I went to find David, I noticed Wendy and him together. They both appeared to be very close. I got so sad, so I decided to leave. Seeing my sad expression, a person approached me. He handed me a juice cup and told me I'd feel better after drinking it. I drank it all in one breath, but the flavor was strange. There was booze in it. I was unaware of that. As you guessed, I became super wasted. Everything around me was spinning, and I couldn't stay steady. When David saw me, he offered to take me home, but I refused. David was enraged by my stubbornness, so we got into a fight. While being drunk, I told everyone at the party that I liked him and that I helped him write love letters to flirt with Wendy. O-M-G. Everything that happened after that was a disaster. Wendy became furious and left immediately, and I passed out because I was too drunk. The following day, I awoke with the realization that I had done something dreadful. When I got to school, everyone was chatting about last night's event while Wendy and David were nowhere to be seen. I appeared to have given them quite a shock. That night, I went to Wendy's house to apologize. I was prepared to take all of her yellings. However, Wendy only smiled at me. She said that she and David were not a couple. Wendy was a lesbian who had to disguise her sexuality because she was the mayor's daughter. When I wrote to her on behalf of David, Wendy was very happy to have someone who was so in tune with her. She just wanted to have a friend who could understand and listen to her feelings. Besides, on their last date, David was acting very strange, and it was not because he was nervous about meeting Wendy. It was because he was fighting with himself. David confessed to Wendy that he had been having feelings for another girl, the one who always cared and went through everything with him. After their final date, both Wendy and David decided to become friends. They got closer because they could tell each other the truth about okay. everything. I was taken aback when I heard that. The girl David talked about was me, I realized. I dashed to David's place, but he wasn't there. Nobody knew where David had gone. I had no choice but to come home. And to my surprise, David was waiting for me there. We both grinned and looked into each other's eyes. Everything became clear at that point. We kissed and hugged each other. We became a couple the next day. Because of him, I was able to talk to my dad about moving to New York. He supported me fully and hoped that I'd be happy with my decision. David also stated that he would pay frequent visits to my dad while I was away. Things were looking up now. I've grown more self-assured and lived openly with my emotions. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.